Hi, welcome to DAC Beechcross Lawcast. I'm Beth Brown, a pensions partner in the National Employment Pensions and Immigration Group. And today I'm joined by Kerry Fuller, who's also in the Employment Pensions and Immigration Group. Hi, everyone. I'm a legal director in the team and an employment specialist. Today, we're going to talk to you about the pension measures set out in the Finance Act 2022, which became law on 24 February this year. In particular, we'll be talking about the changes made to scheme pays and the normal minimum pension age. Let's start with the scheme pays changes, Beth. Could you remind us what this is, please? Yeah, sure. Thanks, Kerry. So scheme pays is the process by which an individual can pay an annual allowance charge from their pension scheme. If certain conditions are met, schemes must agree to a member's request for scheme pays and will actually become jointly and severally liable for the individual's annual allowance charge. This is known as mandatory scheme pays. Sometimes it may be that the scheme will choose to allow members to use scheme pays but will not become jointly liable for the charge and this is known as voluntary scheme pays. Thanks, Beth. So if an individual has an annual allowance charge, they can use mandatory scheme pays to pay it and may, depending on their scheme rules, be able to pay the charge using voluntary scheme pays. But when does an annual allowance charge occur, Beth? That's a really good question, Kerry. So while there is no limit on the amount that an individual can save or accrue in their pension in any tax year, there is a limit on the amount that can benefit from tax relief. This is known as the annual allowance. An annual allowance charge occurs when an individual exceeds that tax efficient limit, which can be saved into or accrued in their pension pot in any tax year. The limit is currently set at £40,000 per year, although there are some circumstances in which it can be lower. For example, if an individual has flexibly access pension benefits or has a high income. Thanks Beth, that makes sense. So what's changing now the Finance Act 2022 and the new regulations have come into force? The reporting and payment deadlines for scheme pays have been extended. The intention is that if an annual allowance charge arises because of a retrospective change of facts and other conditions are met, the individual will be able to use scheme pays There's also an extension to the deadline by which the scheme administrators have to report and pay the annual allowance charge. As well as that, from 6th of April this year, new information requirements relating to an annual allowance were introduced. For one, employers or a person responsible for providing information to the scheme administrator will need to update information previously provided to the scheme administrator in the previous six tax years if it discovers that there has not been sufficient information shared to enable a member's pension input period to be calculated correctly. Also, where an individual's pension input amount in the previous six tax years is changed due to such new information or a rule change, and as a result the member exceeds the annual allowance, the scheme must send the member a new or updated pension saving statement. So it sounds like all these changes are designed to allow more individuals to benefit from scheme pays. Am I right that this was originally due to the McLeod judgment and the government's approach to remedying the age discrimination which arose as a result of the government's 2015 public sector pension reforms, Beth? 
That's exactly right, Kerry. Yeah, absolutely. Although the government decided when doing the legislation to extend the changes so they apply outside public sector schemes. The final point that I would make is that these changes have effect from the 6th of April this year, but have retrospective effect from the 6th of April 2016. Great. Thanks, Beth. So let's move on then to the change in the normal minimum pension age. My understanding, Beth, is that at the moment, a registered pension scheme will not normally pay benefits to a member until they reach normal minimum pension age, which is currently 55. Yeah, absolutely. The reason being is that an individual cannot usually access their pension benefits before their normal minimum pension age unless they're retiring for ill health reasons without incurring an unauthorised tax charge. The normal minimum pension age as you've just said, Kerry, is currently age 55. And before the 6th of April 2010, it was age 50. The change being introduced is that with effect on and after the 6th of April 2028, the normal minimum pension age will be increased to age 57, although this change will not apply to firefighters, police or armed forces. So is it just a case then, Beth, of increasing the retirement age in pension schemes? Unfortunately, it's not quite that simple. Um, There will be some members who will be able to retain a retirement age of below age 57, which is known as the protected pension age. Broadly, if an individual immediately before the 4th of November 2021 had an actual or prospective right to a benefit below age 57, The rules of the pension scheme on the 11th of February 2021 included provisions conferring such a right on some or all members, and that member had such a right on the 11th of February 2021, or would have done, had they been a member of the scheme on that date, then the member can retain that right. These changes will not affect members who already have a protected pension age of below age 55, though. Okay, thanks, Beth. So... Um, What should schemes be doing about these changes then? I think that trustees should be letting members know about the change, regardless of whether they're legally required to do so under the disclosure regs. And they need to start working with the scheme administrators to modify their scheme systems to accommodate the change. And these changes were introduced on the 6th of April 2022. And I know that they're not coming into force until 2028. But actually, it will take time to get the new systems in place. Okay, that that makes sense. Um, So does the Act make any other changes, Beth? Yes, it does, actually. The Act makes changes to the method for calculating tax liability to ensure consistent treatment for all pension tax charges. But I don't propose to go into the detail of that. And it also includes provisions for regulation making power to allow the tax consequences of the McLeod remedy that you mentioned earlier, Kerry, to be addressed. Again, I won't go into detail on that, as the detail will be set out in the regulations. One for another podcast, then. Thanks, Beth, and thanks to everyone for listening.